So we met through a very close mutual friend and and actually throughout my training, I was always, you know, talking to this mutual friend about the course and she said, you have to meet my friend Lauren, she's done the course. And I think towards the end of the training, Lauren and I met and I just said, you know, my mind was always ticking over, you know, how, what am I going to do with this? And I want to do something really, I want to hit the ground running. And, um, and then Lauren and I met and I just said, you know, I'd really love to collaborate with someone. I just really feel that two brains are always better than one. And I'm that, I'm a real people's person. I love to work with other people. And so we sort of said, well, yeah, we thought about doing something together and we thought about the names and we thought about the concept. Our kind of ethos was we were going to take big subjects and make them into bite-sized pieces because sometimes, you know, when people talk about nutrition, especially, you know, other practitioners, we realised also that Joe Blogs and the general public don't know what we're talking about because exactly. we speak between us. That You know, even down to what I have had people saying to me, what is a cruciferous vegetable? Yeah. People actually really don't know. Mm-hmm. And we just assume they do. So we were taking like these big bite size, uh, these big sort of health issues and breaking them down so people really understood. And, you know, being of the age that we both are, and I'm also in perimenopause, when we started, when we hit the menopause week, because we were taking things in weeks and breaking them down, it's kind of it, it just we had this influx of women and we right. just like wow okay there's a real you know that there's a gap here hello and welcome to the natural healthcare network podcast my name is deb mcleod and i really appreciate your sitting in and listening in Today, I am delighted to say that I have Debbie Myers-Anderson and Lauren Gale joining me. They are the co-founders of The Natural Plate. They both come from a holistic background and studied naturopathic nutrition at the College of Naturopathic Medicine in London. They specialize in women's health with a focus on perimenopause and menopause, and they are equally refreshing in their approach with their clients and their approach in working with each other. So I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as I did. So, Debbie and Lauren, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. It is wonderful to have you on my show. Thank you for having us. Very exciting. Hi. <laughs> You're being shy. I love it. You two are not shy women. And Lauren's just gone all shy on us, hasn't she? Lauren is never shy. Come on, Lauren. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I have to hold my hands up. I do. Oh, good. good. I have plenty to say. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Well, that's terrific because we are here to talk about the two of you. And we're here to talk about a little bit about your backgrounds. You are nutritional therapists. And Debbie, I know for sure that you have been in the holistic therapy world for a long time. Lauren, I don't I don't know as much about your history, but we're going to find out more about that more and more. But you both studied at the College of Naturopathic Medicine and you have collaborated and founded a business called The Natural Plate. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about all the wonderful things you're doing together. And I'd like to hear 
how it is for you as two very strong-willed, very bright and talented women working together and creating a business, but also why you decided to focus on women who have menopause or going through menopause and perimenopause. So there's a lot, that's a lot. I always do this to everyone. It's a lot to fit in in an hour, <laughs> but is that okay with you if we talk about that today? Great. Okay. Well, which of you would like to go first? Oh, I don't mind starting. Okay, okay. Debbie. That's I'm going to take the lead. Why not, Lauren? Great. So a bit about my background and I, why I sort of came to nutritional therapy. Um, so I guess in my teens and early 20s, I had a really unhealthy lifestyle. I actually worked in the music industry and it was a lot of partying and a lot of unhealthy habits. And I actually was suffering from a lot of anxiety and my mum actually said to me, why don't you try some holistic therapist to try and, you know, go down a natural route? And I started getting into reflexology. I had, I had the treatment and it really started to help me. And I think it was the first time I realised there was a, a mind-body connection, you know, how stress impacts the body. So I started using reflexology and, you know, to try and counteract these feelings of anxiety and it really really helped and I loved it so much that I actually decided to retrain in holistic therapies come away from the music industry completely different career change and subsequently qualified in lots of different therapies um, reflexology and massage baby massage reiki etc um, etc et absolutely loved it and um, for the last 15 years or so, I've worked for a cancer charity, a very large um, cancer charity in London, where I treat patients and their families with holistic therapies. And it's been a fantastic journey. And I really sort of, my nurturing side and my passion to help others really came out at that point. And um, I've been really, really lucky to, to work in that environment. Um, lots of people always say to me, how can you work with cancer patients? But for me, it is just my niche. I just love helping other people. But really the nutritional therapy part was where I realized that prevention is better than cure. And I realized there was a real missing link for me. I was always very interested in nutrition. So hence I went back and studied for three years and, and realized that the holistic therapies coupled with the nutrition is a really, really lovely combination. So I'm very much, um, able to to help my clients on both fronts and and then that's sort of my story and I'm now loving doing both obviously COVID's brought around some challenges but you know I think Lauren and I have had to uh relook at how we work with clients and realize yeah obviously I can't do my hands-on therapies at the moment but the nutrition side can continue uh on Zoom and it works really well. That must have I mean I'm, I imagine that's had a major impact on a, a big part of your business mm. hasn't it Debbie I mean absolutely yeah not being able to see clients and and the charity that I work for has sadly been completely closed since March oh. and and I know that for so many of those patients coming into that clinic and having their therapies is an absolute lifeline mm. so I'm just hoping and praying that come the spring or whenever we can safely open again we will but um yeah it, that's been really hard not to be able to see all my lovely clients there. 
Yeah, it's really heartbreaking, isn't it? That's one of the the many, many painful things of just not being able to be there to support your clients and yes. not being able to have that tactile, that touch because feeling poorly, sometimes all you want is just someone to touch your hand. And It's so powerful, the touch side of it. And actually, a lot of the work is the actual patient, but it's also the family member. And that is so powerful as well because often the family members are one yeah. holding everything together and for them to to lose that outlet as well and that space is is really hard but I'm feeling really positive that um at sometime soon in the new year I will be back doing that as well doing what I love there and and doing all my nutrition as well so it's for me it's a lovely combination and it it works brilliantly together it's easy to see how you have now you've got a really a broader scope of what you can do. And I can see how that works really nicely for you and Lauren to even bring a, a more holistic approach to your, your business. And when you're working with clients, I'm sure that must be of benefit. Now, are you, you two are not in the same town, are you? I mean, I say town. We're not far. Is, you're not we're far not, from each other. We're not far from each other. Okay, that's good. So that's, well, hence all your lovely pictures of, of the two of you together, which is nice. Yeah. So you studied at CNM, the College I, of Natural I graduated in 2015, and I think that was, when did you graduate? 2019. So, well, Lauren, why don't we pick up with you? It's kind of a nice segue into you're talking about you, and then you all can talk about how you met. So my story's not too dissimilar to Deb's. So I studied at, um, when I was about 20, I went to study um, and, and I became a beauty therapist actually. And I worked in the West End Hotel. So I was at the Grosvenor House and I was at um, the Landmark as well at times. And then I worked in all the big kind of West End salons. So I also did a lot of massage. I did a lot of kind of hands-on therapies. So, and I also trained in Reiki. I did stop working in the salons and I started my own business. But throughout my 20s, I kind of developed this quite, you know, we were in the West End. It was quite a buzzy time in those days when we were kind of in our early 20s. And you know, I also had quite an unhealthy lifestyle. Um, and subsequently, after that, I became quite ill and I got chronic fatigue. I wasn't well, properly well for quite a long time. And then um, I went to see somebody and they suggested that I change all my diet. And I did that and I became better. And I realized that there is a lot to do with nutrition and health and then I went to study at CNM so I came through from my kind of own health story and I mean it's just amazing the the change that I've seen in myself and you know and then my passion to pass that on and to help other people and to really bring people back because I, I, I was so unwell at some point and it's just amazing. So, so yeah. I understand. I had chronic fatigue years oh. ago, years and years ago. It can be debilitating really, can't it? I mean, there were times where I wouldn't get out of bed for a day or if I did, I would get out of bed and do one thing and then go back to bed. So 
I totally get that sense of when you start feeling better. And when someone says, if you do these things, you are, you, you get those moments of having, you feel a more alive and you want to pass that on to people. It's a huge, it makes you feel so wonderful personally for what you've, where you've come from, but also what you know you can do. Things as well, you know, just tweaking. I mean, some, sometimes it has been like, you know, obviously in the beginning, it's the complete overhaul of diet. But then, you know, once you start to feel better and, and actually it's this feeling of, I really started to feel clean from the inside out. And myself, I actually felt it in myself that I just was kind of waking up. And the nourishment that I was taking on has just really paid off dividends. And, and that's why, you know, I kind of went to study and I thought there's really something in this. So I need to investigate. You know, I went to study and I went to retrain and I just kind of really did get myself better. That's excellent. And then, so you went to, you studied at CNM earlier and then... Uh Deb, you graduated in 2019. So how did you two meet? So we met through a very close mutual friend. And, and actually throughout my training, I was always, you know, talking to this mutual friend about the course. And she said, you have to meet my friend, Lauren. She's done the course. And I think towards the end of the training, Lauren and I met. And I just said, you know, but my mind was always ticking over, you know, how, what am I going to do with this? And I want to do something really, I want to hit the ground running. And, um, and then Lauren and I met and I just said, you know, I'd really love to collaborate with someone. I just really feel that two brains are always better than one. And I'm that's, I'm a real people's person. I love to work with other people. And so we sort of said, well, yeah, we thought about doing something together and we thought about the names and we thought about the concept. And I think, at that time, I was sort of looking at a lot of Instagram and looking what other nutritional therapists were doing and and actually getting a little bit fed up with the whole concept of everything looking so perfect and so beautiful and these beautiful plates of food and these one, you know, it was just everything was too perfect. And, and Lauren and I laugh because, you know, I often make food for my family and they look at it and they're like, it may taste great, but it does not look good. <laughs> to get these amazing shots of food yeah and my shots of food are horrific <laughs> but it tastes really nice it's really good and I suppose it was just sort of getting away from all that sort of perfect um presentation of life and and it's just a bit dull isn't it so we thought actually we're going to show all our our um our mishaps as rather than all our amazing successes you know anyway that was sort of the original idea but we it's changed and evolved and and then obviously as soon as we started talking about menopause and we are I mean I'm in perimenopause I'm 46 I'm I'm really started being in perimenopause and I know that Lauren Lauren will tell her story of her menopause but as soon as we started talking about menopause it was like the light bulb went on and and it's such um it's such an interesting area and I sort of knew I wanted to specialize in that area so that's when things started to really start to roll um with the natural plate when we started focusing on an area because nutrition as a whole is just so wide 
Yeah. So we kind of really like when, you know, our kind of ethos was we were going to take big subjects and make them into bite sized pieces, because sometimes, you know, when people talk about nutrition, especially, you know, other practitioners, we realized also that Joe Bloggs and the general public don't know what we're talking about because exactly. we don't speak between us. So, you know, even down to what I have had people saying to me, what is a cruciferous vegetable? Yeah. People actually really don't know. Mm-mm. And we just assume they do. So we were taking like these big bite size, uh, these big sort of health issues and breaking them down. So people really understood. And you know, being of the age that we both are, and I'm also in perimenopause, when we started, when we hit the menopause week, because we were taking things in weeks and breaking them down, it's kind of, it, it just, we had this influx of women. And right. we were just like, wow, okay, there's a real, you know, that there's a gap here. And, you know, when we started to work with with women, what we've really seen is a lot of misdiagnosing and a lot of kind of doctors not really knowing. And actually, in my own experience as well, you know, phoning up and kind of asking for a prescription for something and then not even knowing what I was talking about. So we've, we've noticed this kind of massive gap and this bridge. And we're just trying to kind of really help women navigate their way through naturally in the beginning by cleaning their diets and, and you know, adding in the, the sleep aspects and, and all the missing links that people seem to have mm-hmm. and really cleaning them out. It's interesting because it's such a weird thing, you know, people don't like to talk about their periods. It's odd, isn't it? Because that's life. And that's the part of of life. And then to go through the menopause, which is hell or can be, I know one woman who didn't have any issues at all. And I was definitely pea green. (laughs) <laughs> because I, as we were talking the other day, you know, I had a terrible time when I went through menopause and I was on at such a low and it's hard to talk about those things. But when you open the door for women to start having that communication, man, it, it must have been like a floodgate. Yeah. And, you know, we, we started throughout lockdown. Um, actually, we, we kind of we put our heads together and we thought, right, what can we kind of do for the greater good here? We're all at home. How can we help people and reach out to people? And we started to do talks. We were being asked to do talks. And then we kind of started to do do these online courses for six to 10 women. So they were in a little kind of safe network with each other. And... You know, it, it's been absolutely amazing. So how have you grown your audience? I mean, how did you get those people on board? Did you already have a list of people that were in your email list? Or did you just start this on Instagram? Or where did you, how did you start doing this? I think it was a, a mixture of word of mouth and Instagram and Facebook. And and now we're obviously, we've started to build a mailing list as well. So we're slightly behind on the technical front. We're, <laughs> we're learning on the job, like all of us. But yeah. obviously there is a great power in using social media. 
I think, you know, we really wanted to make it organic and, and affordable because I think everyone's in totally different financial situations. So we've, we've pitched it at an affordable price and it's a four week course. We always try and give over and above um, in terms of if people have queries and questions in between the sessions and we're sending out recipes. We're very much on hand because we want people to come away from the course and say that was brilliant and I've learned so much. And, you know, it's like a springboard for then going on a better path. Obviously, you can't kind of, you know, eradicate all the issues, but it's sort of setting people on a much better um, diet and, and lifestyle path which so we really really start with the basics mm -hmm. you know it's it is we really start from the beginning you know where we look at the diet we look at sleep we look at stress we look at all of that stuff that the the 20th century illnesses you know the the, yeah. the the stuff that's going on for us as women actually when we get to this age and our children are growing our parents are getting ill mm -hmm. it, you know not ill for some of us yes you know they're aging on our demands are great you know so it's it's about kind of taking that time out for your busy life to do something actually for one hour a week which is just for you yeah. Well, we also like to set little challenges. So at the end of each session, we'll say, right, and for the week ahead, we'd like you to include this in your diet or go and, you know, try five minutes meditation or go for a walk in nature. So because for a lot of people, these are really big changes. So we're very aware that it is baby steps. And, you know, Lauren and I have been living like this for a long time. But for a lot of people, it's small changes, but consistent changes. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, I noticed that you've got free events and then you've got your Sunday chats. So are those free events, are those sort of introductions to talk about your longer programs that you have available? Is that is that sort of a lead or is that just something that you're doing because you it's an add-on in addition it's really to? something that we do as an add-on and in addition to, you know, it is just literally getting information out that generally wouldn't be able to access, you know, some of the stuff that we're doing. And, you know, we've got some really exciting webinars coming up. And of course, you know, we always do sell something at the end of it you know so we did the webinar with emma beswick and and you know people were then able to buy the packages afterwards and you know then we always kind of do sign off people are able to access our courses but really it's it's for educational purposes just to bring about the higher good that's good because that sometimes that's all people need is just a little bit of a kick. So you want to be able to provide whatever it is that person who's watching you is looking for and you're thinking about them. And I, I think, as you said before, we get so caught up our own language, our own terminology and thinking that they're going to understand it when actually sometimes they just want to see this and know, oh, actually, that is good for me. Okay, I should be doing that. And how do I fit that extra five minutes into my day when I my home is being renovated and my child is not well and I have to take care of my mom and I've got a full-time job yeah. and a husband? Mm -hmm. How do they do that? Very overwhelming. I think yeah. for women, you know, we want to – it has to be practical um, tips and manageable changes. If not, you're just like, I can't do this right now. So. 
I mean, we bring somebody on our course when we when we talk about stress and we kind of go into the mechanisms of stress and how to alleviate stress. You know, we do bring kind of other people in and, you know, that will teach you how to meditate, even if it's for two minutes in the car. Yeah. You know, because sometimes that's all we can grab. You know, it's that two minutes in the morning learning how to breathe properly and learning how to just stop in that moment you know so then you can carry on being everything to everyone which is what us as women seem to be these days that leads me to ask this question um how do you to take care of yourselves because you are you are what I'm just talking about. You know, you are those moms, you are those, you have a business, you have other businesses, you have other things going on. How do you take care of yourselves? And how do you maintain that sense of, I've got to grow a business, I need, you know, I want to do this, or I am doing this? How do you do it all? Oh, good question. Uh, for me, I, uh, I love exercising. Um, and I love yoga. So I think, yeah, I've been eating well for a long time now. And I know that that is just part of my makeup. That's just what I do. Um, and the exercising and the yoga and walking, I've actually got a puppy, a lockdown puppy. Yes. Um, but he's really changed my life as well, because I found, I find that walking in nature is for me so powerful and it brings me back to the present. And that's been so great for my mental well-being. So I know that I know that I have to structure all these things in my day, you know, even if it's just the walk or a bit of yoga in the morning to feel well and um, and eat well and try and sort of keep keep balance. It doesn't you know, we all have our bad days, but um, it's always work in progress for me and trying to keep everything feeling balanced. Lauren, what do you do? So for me, I eat three meals a day and I don't eat anything in between. Okay. I, that is a boundary that I have for myself. Um, and that keeps me disciplined. It keeps me focused and it keeps my blood sugars very balanced. Um, I meditate every single morning for half an hour. I do it within a within a, a, a group at 7.30, I'm online meditating. Um, and then I do something called embodiment dance. So for people that have never heard of that, it's like a meditational dance. And what it does is it brings me back into my body. I'm grounded. I can kind of move any stuck energy. I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but this is what I do. I love it. I love it. I, I kind of shake any energy out of my body um it's just a really and the music changes and she talks you through it's a, probably a little bit like five rhythms but in your own front room and you know that expression dance like nobody's watching so I kind of have this <laughs> I just go crazy and it just it's the most grounding thing that I do and then I have breakfast and, and I kind of write a journal as well I'm a big journaler and I'm a big one for gratitude mm -hmm. and I think that I notice when I don't do that stuff and I don't drink enough water but I remind myself to hydrate that's so important mm -hmm. it's really the little things mm -hmm. it's about 
creating little habits that set you up to have that space for yourself so then you can kind of go out into the world and give a little bit more. It sounds very hippie-ish, but it's what I do and, 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 and I love it. But it's also finding what works for you because it's not, it's not going to be the same for everyone, is it? Really? So what, I mean, a lot of does, what I do, you know, I'm very individual. Yeah. I'm the same way. I get up and I meditate in the morning. That's my, and right. And having a sense of gratitude. And I, I have someone that I listen to every morning and night before I go to bed. So I know that my, my day is cocooned and I've, I'm, my mindset is set yes. to repeat uh, a word, but it's, that just keeps me in check. So I know what I'm doing because it's very easy to let things go and just go, I'll do that later, you know, and I know like you all, I know immediately when it's off sync. I mean, Debs and I, Debs is very kind of structured and disciplined and I draw from her, you know. So I think that that's just a really nice balance as well. We kind of really balance each other out. She reins me in and I need that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that leaves me. I was going to ask you, how is it? For you both working together because you you do look like very different characters it sounds so f- silly to say that anyway but you know what I mean you yeah. both seem to have different characteristics so what is that like working together growing a business and how do you how do you set yourself up for going forward I mean, as I said, I think it's great kind of bringing two two brains to the table. And I think when you're working with clients as well, it's like they're getting added value. Um, but I also, I I think it's great. I mean, often, often you'll come in, you know, you'll have a query about something and then, you know, Lauren helps me see things in other ways. And I think that really opens things up. I think moving forward, we, yeah, we're just really keen on, and growing the business in terms of our online courses, our menopause, looking at helping women in, in the corporate setting with menopause as well, because I think that's a really, really big thing. See, there's many more women working in the workplace getting older as well, and how to manage those menopause symptoms it is a, an area that we'd really like to work in. So I think it's really important that you are wanting to get into the corporate world because we know that's a, something that, that women are not going to talk about in the corporate place. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just going to be seen as seen as flaky or um, angry or whatever, having issues and uh, trying to bring awareness to women in that is going to be really important so I think that's exciting Mm -hmm. so talking about your business and I just what I like is I haven't had anyone on my show yet that is like you and having people that are partners and Mm -hmm. so I'm really I'm enjoying this and I just want to hear more about what you how do you plan and how do you do you just kind of because you're both very different so we are really different and but but what we what we come together and I think what makes us work actually is is that we're very honest with each other. Mm. So there's kind of if we are upset with each other or ones that we we kind of really just hash it out. And I think that that is so important within a partnership that we can kind of come together and say, okay, this, that, or that, you know, and we do that and we allow each other the, the space to do that as well. 
So, you know, we, we do have a lot. We do sit together and we do work a lot together. So we have a lot of meetings throughout the week and we, you know, kind of sit down where are we going, what we're going to do. And we have great ideas and then we kind of action them. And it just kind of really flows and works. And I think it's better to have a yin and yang partnership than have like a yin and yin partnership where you kind of are butting heads all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's where the different characteristics really work. And the great thing is when we work individually with our clients, because we both have our own practices as well, you know, often it's really helpful when you have a a client case and you want to, you know, just kind of, talk through and see the direction and so Lauren's really helpful in that way as well to help me with clients and vice versa and and vice versa and then I'll say to Debs well what did you do about that and what do you think about that and you know I think that in this industry we kind of come out of college and we've studied for years and it's all very exciting and then we're kind of on our own and I think that a lot of kind of my peers you know have felt that as well there's this kind of real gap and I think that you know as Deb said two heads are better than one and 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 it is really unusual that we work together in this way because I haven't seen any other therapists working together and it does it just works it just works and we've been together for some yeah. relationship days <laughs> yeah, exactly. we've been together for about two and a half years yeah Oh, that's really nice. You have your anniversary soon. And we and we always actually maintain that the natural plate would grow organically. We would never kind of buy our followers. We were kind of always very, very, you know, sure about what we wanted in order of, you know, getting out there and and the only people that are really interested in what we're doing will follow us. And I think that's really stood us actually in really good stead so we're really genuine to what we do and only put information out there and things which are genuine and of interest and and just be really honest because I I think the dark side of social media is just you know that all those perfect images and and plates of food like we said and Mm. that's not how we want to present ourselves and that's not life actually it just need, you need to be keep it real and and be accessible to all sorts of people. So when you're talking about your clients, um, do you find are you finding most of your clients that are coming to you have hormonal issues or are there a variety of things? So I find that I have um, obviously as we've started to go more down the hormone route that I am getting a lot more hormonal clients, but it, it has been a wide range Mm -hmm. you know throughout the years it's been a wide range and and actually I like concentrating just in that one area because you can't be everything to everybody and I really love that you know I've done a lot of stuff with the gut as well over the years which you know is a huge part of hormone too so um, so what about you, Debbie? Do you find that your clients, the clients that are coming to you are having more hormonal health issues or do you have clients from your holistic practice that sort of easily slide into the nutritional therapy side? I would imagine that happens just by incident. I mean, I, 
I did just I, I I haven't wanted to specialize in the sort of cancer uh, field in terms of nutrition I think that's really really uh, actually I kind of wanted to keep that separate in a way my holistic yeah. therapist um, but my nutrition clients have been more on the menopause um, and weight loss sort of front which is you know I'm really I think as Lauren said you you do need to specialize and um yeah, you know, there's so much to learn in terms of just the hormone area and I'm always learning and updating. And so it has really been in that area, which I'm really pleased about. That's really nice. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And it, you're right. You know, when you get into hormones, I mean, you say we're just focusing on that and that's such a huge, <laughs> I mean, well, it's everything, isn't it? <laughs> you get in, I say it's everything, but it's an enormous topic. So being it's able to understand hormones. Well. Yeah fascinating subject and yeah. you know what I think as well is that is that we never stop learning as in life as mm. in studying we never stop learning no. and that's also why it's really lovely because I'll phone up Debs and I'll go ah, did you have you listened to this or you know did you know that and she'll go no I didn't or she'll phone me and say did you know that so we're always sharing information which allows us to grow even more which is really lovely nice really nice so are you finding that your clients, I'm going to bring up the dirty word, how are your clients managing with COVID alongside having hormonal issues? Are you finding that that's inflating their stress levels? I mean, what a stupid question to ask, really. Oh, but, stupid. No, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's really exacerbated everyone's sort of stress levels this year, including mm. I speak for myself as well. I mean, if, if there's ever been a year that's going to test your mental health, I think this is the year. So even more so in my mind to focus on your health and nutrition and your wellness and your self-care. It is so important. And I, and actually for me, I've, I felt that in a way having maybe a bit more time, as well has allowed me to to try new things and try new recipes and and make sure I have that walk and you know I always try and see the positive in every situation I mean obviously it's been very very hard for so many people but you know when people say they don't have time necessarily to do things I think we'll just do two minutes we'll do five minutes so but yes I think we've really seen that women are feeling on top of the feeling of uh, of being in menopause, which is so stressful already, exacerbated with COVID, it's it's been a quite a hard combination for sure. So, so for me, actually, I'm the other way. <laughs> um, I my clients haven't been that worried about COVID. Um, I mean, obviously, back in March, I think when everything was kind of kicking off. But, you know, I, they haven't really come into my plans. You know, we, we have spoken a little bit about COVID in the maybe in the beginning of, you know, each consult. But my, my clients have been, been okay, actually. Um, some of them have felt the financial stress, you know, and things haven't been as flowing as they normally do. And they've kind of put off things, which is totally, you know, justifiable but for me I found 2020 to be actually a 
a great learning curve and I have slowed my life down and I've actually 2019 was probably the worst year ever for me so 2020 has been a bit of a walk in the park I know that it has been really stressful for a lot of people and I don't want to take that away from anyone but if I'm talking from me I've I've been actually okay and um yes I know that it's tested a lot of people's mental health and not forgetting the kids you know that they've really suffered that it's the children you know and the people that have Mm -hmm. lost their jobs and stuff and that's that's been Mm -hmm. hard managing the kids uh, at some points but I found it to be actually a very healing time which probably sounds weird to a lot of people but I've kind of managed to stop and take a deep breath and to reevaluate what's important, what's not, um, what what needs to stay, you know, what what needs to kind of you need to eke out, and yeah, it's been it's been a journey though, <laughs> that I will say. Well, it's good that 2020 is better for you. And I think it's really important for everyone to be able to be okay in the space and whatever the year has been for them, it needs to be that way for them rather than saying, well, you know, there's so many people out there struggling. Well, there's no doubt. This is an extraordinary time. And you can say that at any time that people are having unbelievable difficulties and or great things happen to them. And I also know that there are a lot of nutritional therapists right now that are doing exceptionally well because of this. So I think it's really good that you acknowledge that this year for you has, it sounds been a lot better for you than last year. And that's a good thing. You know, that's a really good thing. One of the things I find interesting is with all the discussion in the with the government, get out and exercise. How are you communicating to people that it's not just about the exercise? It's more of a, for me, it's more of an amalgamation of get out and move, do the meditation, try and eat better. And then they're going to say, oh, right, you're trying to get me to do everything. Well, you know, (laughs) do do you find that your clients don't even, well, your clients are coming to to you to talk about nutrition, but what are your thoughts about that? I guess I should ask. I mean, it's definitely um, a combination of nutrition and lifestyle. You can have the most amazing nutrition, but, you know, you, you don't sleep enough and your stress levels are through the roof. And yeah, it's, it's very much that holistic combination. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Another, and on the other hand, you can be a fantastic athlete, but a terrible diet. So, you know, you have to look at it as a, as a whole. And I really believe that, especially for women, the things we did in our 20s and 30s, you cannot get away with in your 40s. Mm-hmm. You just can't. You have to address them. So I would really, you know, uh, the nutrition obviously is, is, you know, is the focal point, but so much so is the, is the lifestyle as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously we don't want to chuck everything at our clients in one go, but we need to approach the both, both very much so. Um, and we have to give practical ideas of how to approach them, you know, because you can't just overhaul everything in one go. 
so we would look at things week on week on week uh, and hopefully once you start eating well then maybe you can think about moving more and starting to exercise so it's sort of it comes you know for me it's just um, the most wonderful thing doing all those things but I realize that for, for people they have to take it slowly and and you know and once you start to feel better then it's just part That's of life key, it? it's part of your life and then and it all starts to sort of flow in the right direction. And maybe you have the old terrible day, but you get back on it. You know, you just, you just come back to it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would always say to clients as well, you can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. <laughs> you know, you yeah. just can't. It's, it's 80% food, you know. And then, you know, I've got some clients that actually don't exercise. They don't like it. They don't want to go to the gym. They, they don't want to do that stuff. So in that case, I just say, sometimes just walk to the end of your road. Mm. Start with those tiny little baby steps. Get outside five minutes, 10 minutes. When, when you start to feel the elements on your face and you start, like as Deb says, you get into nature, you know, you start to have that peace of calm. And that sense of what our surroundings brings us, you know, then people start to get it. Then they start to change. But it has to be such tiny little baby steps for some people. I mean, even, I mean, in, in, in week one, I think in our course, we just say to people, up your water. That's all. It's for some people, they don't even drink throughout the day. Just have a drink. Just mm. drink more. Yeah. It has to be that simple. And then I have other people saying, well, I'm all or nothing, so just throw everything at me. Yeah. And then it's just like, really? (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Do you know what that would be from us? (laughs) (laughs) It's yourself. (laughs) So I just think as well, it's really knowing your client. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why why people like coming to us. You know, we are the end of the road people, aren't we? You know, we people come to us after they've exhausted the doctors, the specialists, and nothing else seems to have worked. We are the real kind of. I, I think the tides are now turning. People are really starting to wake up and realise that this is really valuable. I agree. Nutritionists are very valuable, and. Um, so thank God for that. But um, just literally tiny baby steps. Yeah. I like that, Lauren. I like the way you all say, even if it's in the car, two minutes. You know, you think, okay, I can just sit here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go f- and just get to school a little bit early while you're waiting for the children to ar- arrive. And you can just sit in the car and have a moment of thinking about something that's positive, that's good in your life. The, yeah. the sky, the birds flying, whatever, a flower. Sometimes it just can be that sort of a thing. Which, or I'm going to have a cup of tea when I get home. Self-care comes in so many different ways. I mean, mm. my my idea of self-care, I mean, yeah, it could just be as simple as sit and have a herbal tea and look out mm. the window. Mm. And you yep. could feel so much calmer after doing that. Or, mm. you know, having a bath with magnesium salts and lighting a candle and shutting the door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> shutting the door. And not having an interruption, you know. We've come so far away. I think that people have, you know, within time, people see self-care as a luxury. And, 
we've come away from actually knowing how to care for ourselves. So people will think that self-care is booking a holiday and getting away. Actually, it's not. It's taking two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. And, and you build on that slowly, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you guys are right. So what haven't we talked about that you would like to talk about? Is there anything in particular you would like to address? So we now do monthly educational webinars. And okay. uh, our first one was with Dr. Yehudi Gordon, who I think you've heard of, Deb, haven't you? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so that was a great uh, one to start with. And he is such an interesting guy. And I think, we is it safe to say we can call him the, the godfather of functional medicine? Would that be yeah. fair? I mean, he, he's been doing functional medicine before there was even a name for it. So he was brilliant. He actually, the reason that I went to study nutrition. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Wow. He's had a profound impact throughout my life and kind of okay. guided me to where I needed to be. So we were talking with him about the, the transitions that women go through in menopause. And, and obviously we... we you know, we spoke about HRT and how it's so appropriate for so many women, but he quite rightly said, you have to, if you, if you do go down that road, you have to do it with the diet and the lifestyle. So he's very much in favor of where we come from as well. So that was, that was a lovely first webinar. And we just did one last week with Emma Beswick from Life Code, who I know, you know, yes, and she was just absolutely brilliant. And mm. You know, genetics is quite a big, mm. somewhat scary topic to many people. But, you know, we, we talked about it in a really practical way. And I think the testing has got such a an important place for understanding that hormonal picture and, you know, nutrient core and all of the different tests that you can do. So we are now offering packages um, where we offer, you know, the testing plus plans and um so yeah and our next one hopefully we will hopefully do one in january with dr terry who is a menopause um specialist in skin skin health so um that will hopefully be our next one so we're always oh, wow. looking for for really people who are brilliant professionals and in the men all in the menopause field okay and um, we hope to do at least once a month a educational webinar. And it's just really nice to speak to other people because this can be a really insular kind of industry. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people are working alone. Um, you know, there are a few clinics, but they're, they're kind of few and far between. And so it is just really nice. And you've done a really lovely job of that, actually, Deb to bring people together and, you know, to, to keep that network going. And I'm all for that. And I'm, we're yeah. kind of, Debs and I are very much about women supporting women and kind yeah. of really building each other up and getting to the best that we can be. And collaborating. Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't want to, we don't, we do what we do, but I think, we're not in competition with anyone. We just want to try and give as much as we can. And I think those collaborations are so important. We're learning lots from doing them. And, and we hope that we're putting out interesting educational information to others as well. 
Yeah, I, I just did a, a podcast with a lady, Karen Mannion, and she's focusing a lot on women's health and uh, she's the health creator. So it's it's interesting that I've got the two of you that are going to be closer together and it's obviously becoming something that I wanted to address and it's happening more and more now, which I like, but I love the collaboration and talking with others and getting people on to share and talk about what's going on for you as a building and growing your business and how you work together as practitioners and, and how you manage clients and the stresses and, and the joys of working with people and how we can, as a group of holistic practitioners, help support each other. It's so important. So, so important. important. And yeah. I think, you know, in this day and age, you know, there's, there's so much competition and actually yeah. Doesn't need to be like that. There's mm-hmm. enough. I always say to Debs, there's enough for everyone. There's enough for all of us, you know. And I just think that, yeah, the support is paramount. I would agree. I would completely agree. And I, I think it's exciting that you have these webinars. I loved seeing that that you are providing them for free. I thought it was really nice. It's a nice touch for the clients. And I'll certainly keep my eyes peeled if I see some people that I think you might be interested in. Listen, thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And who knows what will happen after. Thank you so much for having us. It's been such a lovely chat and a real joy. And thank you. Thank you, Deb. It's been great talking to you. You're welcome. Thank you, Lauren and Debbie. Great. Well, folks, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed sitting in and listening in to Lauren and Debbie share their story and information on how they have collaborated and created a really exciting and interesting business. You'll find details of The Natural Plate and a few of the things that we talked about in our show in my show notes. And you'll also be able to contact both Debbie and Lauren on various social media platforms. Now then, there are a couple of things I'd like to talk with you about, as always, and one of them is going to be, guess what? I have become an affiliate of Motion Nutrition, and what an exciting thing to have happen alongside being an affiliate of Bellican. There are two organizations that I am really proud to be associated with. If you'd like more details or information on either of these companies, that will be in the show notes as well. I'd also like to thank you for all your support and reviews. And if you haven't subscribed already, please do so or share this with other people that you think might find the podcast of interest. I have a great rota of people joining me over the next few months. So watch this space. Don't forget these podcasts are here for you. They are here to support, collaborate, communicate, educate and inspire one another. And the only way I'll know that I'm doing this is if you let me know. So please be sure and continue to send me emails. I've really appreciated hearing from the people that have been in touch with me so far. I'd like to thank you again for joining me on the show. And until next time, here's wishing you and yours the very best of health. Bye for now. Bye.